another Live the Patriots podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Pizzelli. The email address is livethepatriots at yahoo.com. Follow us on Twitter at livethepats. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast through SoundCloud and iTunes. It is Friday, December 6th, 2013, and we are talking about the Patriots and their game on Sunday at 1 o'clock against the Broncos. Um, a tale of two teams. I mean, the Patriots are 9-3. and three. Top of their division, looking for the number two seed in the playoffs. The Browns have had their moments this season. Obviously, they've had some good wins. They've beaten Baltimore. They've beaten Cleveland. Uh, they've had some good games. They've been competitive. I think defensively, they're a competitive team. Offensively, they've had uh, a horrible season at the quarterback position. Uh, at first, earlier in the season, when Brian Hoyer, obviously Patriots fans familiar with him, uh, got a chance to start. He looked like he could be their maybe not long-term solution, but at least a short-term solution and a guy who was making them competitive uh, and productive at that quarterback position. And then he gets hurt out for the season, which was a sad story to see for him, a guy finally getting a chance to really get his shot in the NFL get hurt. Uh, and since then, the, the quarterback play for the Browns has kind of been non-existent, has not been that strong. Brandon Whedon uh, is, is not their guy. He's not the guy. Um, he's been hurt all season. They have Caleb Haney uh, this week. It, you know we're gonna we're, the Browns are rolling out Jason Campbell. I mean he's started some games for them here, uh, but obviously he's a journeyman. He's not a guy that's a true elite. And obviously he's not elite, but he's not that. He's not even in that second tier of quarterbacks uh, in the NFL. And he's he's maybe bottom of the third tier, if not right there at the bottom. Um, a guy who started with the Redskins and has bounced around. Backups places played for the Raiders. The Patriots beat him a couple years ago in 2011 with the Raiders. He doesn't scare me at all. This team doesn't really scare me. I think last week was the the trap week, you know, coming off that game against Denver, uh, riding the emotional high of that, and then you got to go on the road and play uh, a motivated Houston Texans team. And we saw they had a lot of fight in them. Uh, I think that game was close because of the product of one. The Texans have a very good defense. Uh, and at least it looked like they came to play last week against the Patriots. Um, and offensively, I think most teams with a decent quarterback and a wide receiver and <laughs> any running back is going to find success against this Patriots defense right now. And I think the Patriots, you know, they had a fight. They had the trap game, and they found a way to win on the road. Now they're coming back. I think all the odds are in the Patriots' favor. You're coming off a tough trap game. The Patriots obviously want to play better. The coaching staff's going to want them to play better. Uh, they're going to be at home. They're playing th- this Browns team that really doesn't have too much uh, t- to play for. It's just a odd, odd cast of characters. I think you just match up well. Um, and the Patriots, I-, I expect them to roll this week. I'm not expecting 55, you know, 31 like I was uh, against uh, the Steelers. Uh, I'm not expecting some, you know, juggernaut offensive uh, performance. But I do look for them to handle this team. There's no reason they should be in a dogfight with this team. You're at home. This team struggles. They turn the ball over. There's absolutely no... Willis McGahee is their running back. And, I mean, this Pages defense has had its struggles. And I think they're very documented. It's on tape. I'm sure the coaching staff obviously is well aware of them. Um, that they have struggled against the run. I mean, Ben Tate ran all over them next, last week. Now... I don't expect all of a sudden this defense to come out and look like the 2000 Ravens and not allow 80, you know, anything more than 82 yards on the ground. I'm not expecting that out of this defense. 
I expect them to be better, though. They should not have, you know, 10 plays of 10 yards or more uh, on the ground. you got to stop that, whether that's some adjustment you make at the defensive line, uh, the play of your linebackers. Everyone needs to play better against the run. Now, if you're only giving up four yards a carry uh, and they're making them grind out possessions and grind out drives, I'll take that, and I'll expect this team to play good in the red zone situationally. They always, always do. Um, but last week against the Texans, you had those those two drives, which I thought were really dismaying for this Patriots defense as far as them trying to make progress with all these injuries, is that they gave up back-to-back drives uh, of three plays and five plays, I think, of 160 yards, both for touchdowns. That you can't have. That is inexcusable um, defense. You know, the one the one drive they gave up, the big play over the middle, and they gave up two big runs. And before it, it took like 30 seconds, and the Texans are in the end zone. You can't have that. You can't have big plays, and they do have some big play guys. Willis McGahee is not one. Jason Campbell isn't one. But Josh Gordon is a big play wide receiver. He's shown it the past two weeks. He's got over 400 yards receiving in two games. Um, he is an explosive threat down the field. And with the ball in his hands, he's the only guy. Stop him. <laughs> he's the only guy you got to worry about in the air. And you just got to worry. Your linebackers got to worry about controlling, uh, setting the edge, and the lineman controlling those, those gaps. I, I think this is a game where the Patriots. It's a good tune-up game. The Patriots need to come out, and they have things they want to work on. And I think they can work on them against this Browns team. I, I think the Browns would have to play well above what they're capable of, and the Patriots would have to make a lot of mistakes for the Browns to win this game. I don't see that happening. I don't expect that to happen. Um, Now, the Patriots, I don't think, aren't going to completely shut down uh, this Browns team. I don't think they're capable of shutting anyone down. So there may be – the Browns may be able to keep this close initially, initially, um, but in no way, shape, or form do I see this being a competitive game in the fourth quarter. Um, I don't think the score will be out of control. I see something like 30-17, 31-17, Patriots in the 30s. I, I don't know if Cleveland can crack 20 points. They don't really, they haven't really cracked 20 points much this season at all. Um, you know, and, and, and going back and looking at it, you know, all, all of their games, 10 points, 6 points, 31 against Minnesota, 17, 37 against the Bills, 17, 13, 17, 24, 20, 11, 28. You know, this is a team that really doesn't has only gotten to 30 points twice this season and struggles to crack 20. Um, so I think this Patriots team, just with the offense alone, offense alone, will win this game. I am interested to see. I want to see how the defense responds. I want to see how this team responds to playing poorly in a half against the road. You want to see a full 60 minutes this week. You can do it. You're playing the Browns. You can play a full 60 minutes. And I think part of that is I think you're going to see Steven Ridley back this week. He is not going to start. I wouldn't start him. I would have him dressed on the sidelines. And when you feel like you've got a this game not necessarily in hand but a comfortable lead, get him out there. Get him more reps. If the Patriots are going to have any faith in Steven Ridley, if they want him to be a part of this team, a part of their running back core, a part of their offense in the playoffs – it has to start right now. You can't rest this guy for forever and then expect him to not have the yips when he comes back and is playing in a playoff game. 
He needs to start building back his confidence now. So if Stephen Ridley plays this week, which I expect him to play, then that's a positive sign for him that Bill Belichick has faith in him that he'll be playing the rest of the season. If Stephen Ridley doesn't play this week, then he's done. Then it's over. I think then you, he's shown that he that the coaching staff has shown that they've lost complete faith in him, and he probably will get cut, you know, sometime before the end of the year. If Stephen Ridley doesn't play this week, that that is going to be really really discouraging for anyone that's a Stephen Ridley fan, which I am, uh, and for Stephen Ridley himself. Um, but it's that's the lesson. It, you can't. If there's one thing Belichick hates more than anything, it's mistakes. You can't turn the ball over you can't do it and it your your job is to hold on to the ball and if you can't do your job then Belichick's not going to have you out there that's plain and simple so that's something to watch for in this game is how much time if any that Stephen Ridley gets um like I said <laughs> the other running back matchup Willis McGahee he, he he has not done anything this season he's shown that he's old uh, he he was brought in off the streets to play for them because all their other guys got hurt or they you know they traded Trent Richardson. Um, I, I I don't think he's gonna pose much of a threat to this Patriots run defense. Again, I just look at it as a way. Here you go. Here, run defense. Go go tune up against old man Willis McGahee. <laughs> so uh, that's the way I see this going. Again, thirty to seventeen, thirty-one seventeen. Patriots in the thirties. Browns struggling to crack twenty. The Patriots win this game. I, I don't really think it's that complicated. Um, a couple of notes. Um, Austin Colley is back this week. He re-signed with the Patriots after gone for a couple of weeks. Um, he had got his, injured his knee and then was cut. Um, they bring him back, and it's obviously I think it's just a depth issue. Uh, Aaron Dobson didn't practice uh, today, um, and he's still resting that foot, and I don't expect him to start. Uh, start. I don't expect him to be active um, on Sunday against the Browns. Um, so they think they're bringing Kali just back just as a depth issue. Uh, they need another wide receiver out there. Um, I think since Gronk has been back, you've seen a lot less, you know, four, five wide receiver sets, uh, especially since Shane Vereen's been back too. Uh, you've really kind of gone just with two wide receivers. Um, they've kind of gone back to a basic offense, two wide receivers, tight end, fullback, running back. That's been the the formations and personnel groups that they've thrown out there. Um, and when they do decide to go through wide receivers, you have Dobson, Amendola, uh, Dobson. You have Tompkins, Amendola, and Edelman. Um, so Kali would kind of be that fourth or fifth guy right now, especially in, in maybe a sixth option uh, in the offense in general. Um, so I don't think that's a big, big move. I think it's just for this week. <laughs> Who knows? He could get cut after this game because uh, Dobson will be ready for next week. Um, so I'm not too concerned about Dobson, um, and I don't think there's much to read into with this Collie move. It's pretty straightforward. Um, bigger news and notes, though, uh, Alfonso Dennard, who, again, I don't think is going to be active this week, still resting a knee injury, was in Nebraska on uh, Thursday for a hearing. Uh, his probation for you know violating a DUI probation um, has been extended 30 days. Uh, he's going to have an extended 30 days of jail time and an extra 100 hours of community service. But he will not have to serve any of those until this spring, which is good for the Patriots um, and for Dobson. He'll get to continue to play uh, once he's healthy and be a part of this team in the playoffs. So he's not going to miss any time uh, football-wise. Uh, but come the spring, uh, he is probably going to miss off-season work because uh, <laughs> he'll be in jail. Um, and not that jail's ever a good thing, but I think in terms of if you're a Patriots fan, you know, 
you look at this as a good thing. He's not going to miss any time for your team. He's going to have time to get healthy and be ready and uh, give something to this team in the playoffs. And I think they really need him. Dennard uh, has shown that he can play outside. I think when you have Arrington, I said again and again and again, is not an outside corner. He's a slot corner. Uh, Arrington can't play the outside. Uh, you need Dennard healthy. You need Talib healthy, which, again, coming down the stretch here, you know, this Browns game, you think this may be a game you can kind of have in hand before it even starts. Do you rest Talib this week? Um, that's really not the MO of Belichick. I think the only time you're going to see them rest, guys, is week 17. Um, but these are the guys that need healthy. They need Talib healthy. They need Dennard healthy. Uh, Arrington healthy. I mean, they're all they're hurt across the board. They need to get healthy. And I think if you can beat up early on a, on a Browns team like this and, and get some of these younger guys uh, more reps in there, get a Jerron Harmon in there, get Logan Ryan more reps, uh, and keep Aqib Talib off the field, keep uh, Kyle Arrington off the field more, if you can get away with it, that would be ideal. Um, but as far as Denner goes, he will serve all that time in the offseason and hopefully he has more time to get healthy and produce for this team in the playoffs. And they're going to need it. They need a healthy secondary um, if they're going to move forward. Um, that about does it for this week. I'll be back on Monday with a recap of this Browns game. Again, I expect the Patriots to roll this week. Um, not in a gargantuan blowout fashion, but I expect them to handle this Browns team. I don't expect there to be any any fear um, in Patriots fans this week going out to the game. It's going to be cold. Sunday night's supposed to get ugly uh, with some rain and freezing rain and, and maybe even some snow. Uh, but this is a 1 o'clock game, so it should just be a little windy, a little cold. Um, ah, Patriots win. 30-17, to 17, that's my prediction. Uh, don't forget to send us your questions and comments at to livethepatriots at yahoo.com. You can hit us up and send us things on Twitter, at livethepats. And obviously, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast through SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Live the Patriots. I'm your host, Andrew Pizzelli. I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Have a great week.